0: Welcome everybody. This is episode 16 of Lunch Academy. I am your co-host Sam and as always star of the show on this miserable day.
1: Hello. Hello. Hi everyone.
0: Camera's over there. (laughs) I I noticed we have more eye contact today. (laughs) Hi. Yeah for those that you don't know are listening retrospectively it is pouring outside. I am drenched and our guest is also drenched so welcome Jamil. Glad
2: to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. So you want to probably move a little bit closer uh, to the mic go. i'm gonna make you lean forward there there you go um but Jamil, actually what's your full name see i am not prepared Jamil kareem Jamil kareem
1: mr kareem we talked about this that we're gonna call him sir kareem uh, on sir the show sir we is
2: fine or your uh,
1: honor sir your,
0: your honor <laughs> okay uh, we'll, well we'll try to do that <laughs> we do have some honorable gifts for you later on um but Jamil has been working uh with innovate bc since 2017 right you got it. um what is this about?
1: Been in communications for 10 years? You got it. That's like a like he's, he's only
0: been in t- communication with other people for 10 <laughs> years. Been well, to, what happened before that?
1: What does a career in communications mean? Are you just really good at talking to people?
2: Yeah, well, actually, and it's incredible to think what a like career in communications is. If I think back to when I graduated, which seems like forever ago, like I've done PR, journalism, freelancing, project management, and now I'm here at Innovate BC. I taught English. So preschool students. Really? For how long did you do that? uh, About two years. Wow, okay, I didn't know that. Great form of birth control if you're ever (laughs) (laughs) looking for it. I was like, oh my God, I could only have I never won
1: children, ever.
2: (laughs) Uh, But to answer your question, a career in communications is pretty much anything you want to put your mind to, it seems like.
0: It's awesome, awesome. Awesome. We're gonna dive deeper into that, but Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. I hinted towards it. What's the weather report, Shadi?
1: Oh yes, okay, Um, weather forecast for this week. It's actually, guys. There's faith, even though it's really shitty out today. Am I allowed to say shitty? Whatever. We swear every time. You just, you just <laughs> compounded um, by asking. <laughs> asking <laughs> it's <laughs> rainy and gross mm-hmm. and half rain, half slush, half snow out there. So, um, but stay, you know, stay strong. Cause over the weekend we are gonna get some sun on Saturday and Sunday, and a lot of sun on Monday. So That'll really
0: ice up the snow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's hope
1: for some below zero above zero. Weather so that we don't have. But ice it was everywhere. it was snowing
0: crazily last night. Mm-hmm. Like, you know I I was wondering, it's like, okay, can Shada just do this show without? Because I live in Coquitlam, so oh, so it's a much bigger trek than mm-hmm. than for you guys. And I was thinking like, oh, Shadi can do this show; it's no problem. I'll 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 food using some food, <laughs> and we'll call it a day. Uh, then it started raining, and that was, that was I mean, it, it worked out right. Like the the conditions of the road mm-hmm. are much better now. People are driving a little bit more sane. Last uh, night
1: I parked a car to go. And left it there for like three hours as I was meeting a friend for dinner. And then turns out that car to go was still there. So I booked it again. And I had to get people to push me out of the parking <laughs> spot. Because the car to go couldn't go over the snow that had accumulated around it. Yeah, it And was, it, was it was so funny. Like I got three people off the street to just push my car to go off.
2: Vancouver people dealing with snow should be its own TV show. I feel <laughs> like, yeah, compared to the rest of Canada, we're so soft. I feel that like no, that is that so is a reality.
0: Soft. We're just not prepared, right? No. Yeah, and then we have these mental freakouts. And I remember like on Monday and Tuesday of this week when we were having those big snowstorms. Like, I was having anxiety not knowing what it was like outside. Mm. When I got outside, it was the fastest trip home I've ever been home because I feel like people got so anxious they just decided to just hide out. There was no uh, traffic. Right. There was no traffic at all. And the roads were clear. Like, uh, I got to give kudos to, to the, the folks on the road. Like, they did a pretty good job cleaning up the road pretty fast this time. Sometimes it's not so good, but this Mm -hmm. time I got to, I got to give them some props, give them some podcast daps. Um, (laughs) But, but like, it was, it was just crazy. It's just like mentally we're, we're not prepared for this. Mm -hmm. And like, I was, I was born in the East and I was like, this is why I moved.
2: (laughs) It's so funny when it's snowing outside and I'm at home, I need like another layer of protection. Like I'll just go to bed. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I need extra layer protection from the snow, just to make sure I don't interact. With
1: can't it. mentally deal. Well, guys, yeah. that's your uh, weather report. It's an extended it's weather we forecast. We are all softies and can't <laughs> deal. That's the report. Aren't? You're from
0: the east, though. Yeah. But anyway, so before we get kind of get too deep into it, I have I have a little bit of gift for you guys. So, as you guys may know, there was a, a recent—it's oh, not a holiday, but it's a public event. Yeah. Can you guys take a guess which public event? What? No. Which public event was? uh, recent Chinese New Year. Yes. Oh, that, that is actually the right guess. I was, what? I was thinking you guys were going to talk about Valentine's day, but no, I skipped uh, so Valentine's uh, day. You
1: know what? I, I just literally forgot Valentine's <laughs> day. happened at all.
0: We are sad people. <laughs> that is what we were discovering. Valentine's day is canceled due to snow. <laughs> I'm jumping back a little bit to, to lunar new year. Um, so, so before that we were doing some brainstorming or I was doing some brainstorming about like what I could bring for you guys to enjoy today. And then I found out that Jamila is vegetarian and I found out that, you know, Chinese people are not very respectful <laughs> of vegetarians, no. frankly speaking. You know what?
1: I texted Sam, texted me, being like, "Can Jamila eat meat?" And I was like, "Jamila is vegetarian." And then his response was, "Are eggs vegetarian?" <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll you know, let it slide here. Be- I feel
0: like because because I feel like I I was I was looking for something that had was flour related, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And. And I, I had the gut feeling that they used like egg to, to mix in with the flour so oh, right. and then so I did I didn't know right it was like a vegetarian thing but then they said made with egg I was like that's that's weird like mm-hmm. that's like funny. every every other menu on the item is already meat and then you have this one veggie item and then you make it with eggs
2: well I appreciate the effort <laughs> this is this is next level so
0: um I'll I'll bring this over here yeah
1: food time
0: <laughs> just, just leave it in the bag um. It was difficult to, to find, but I managed to get some veggie dumplings.
1: Kay. Oh, all
2: right
0: on.
1: So, just I'll show the camera.
0: <laughs> so there's some chopsticks for you. Look there's at that. Chopsticks for you. So yeah. actually, like I was trying to do some research in this, which is like a ridiculous part of of, like, not knowing my own heritage. I am Chinese, for those that are <laughs> wondering. Um, but dumplings are supposed to s- kind of signify wealth. And actually, like, I kind of feel like Chinese people, whenever they want to eat something during, like, a certain period, they just say it signifies wealth. Because, like, spring dude, rolls— they're, dude, dude, they're
1: sticking together, man. I think you got to eat all of them, man. No <laughs>
0: way.
2: Can you imagine all this in one bite? Oh, give me a second. Let me get this out. Shade, you want to jump in here on this? <laughs> like, will not come. Let's work this together, so the—, the the
0: dumplings are all stuck together. So this is one from a place called La Tigre. I've never been there, but but the original dumpling place that I went to is apparently closed on Fridays, which kind of led to the hecnicness of this morning of oh where wow. am I gonna find another place that's gonna have vegetarian dumplings. Um, so this is okay, a so whole so I'm
1: gonna eat this and then I become wealthy?
0: Um it's supposed to signify wealth.
1: Oh. Mm.
0: So <laughs> let, let me <laughs> that's just that's delicious. Let mm-hmm. me just quickly I Google. It's got egg. <laughs> it's got egg plants, which is not <laughs> eggs. Eggplant caviar. Wood ear. I don't know what that is. Kanyaku. Oh my God. This is so kale, good. Kale, shiitake, which is a mushroom, yeah, and I then know. vegetables.
2: So we're having caviar right now.
0: Uh, egg plant <laughs> caviar. going
2: ri- to ignore the first part <laughs> of that. <I> think. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. how was it? It mm. was delicious. So it's supposed to signify
0: mm. wealth because I think s- the way dump- some dumplings are made and not all dumplings, um, kind of look like that like gold nugget mm-hmm. but then at the same time spring rolls was supposed to be like a gold bar so that was like everything is like yeah i could kind of shape like gold, if you, gold. Uh, yeah. if you uh if you have a good imagination And then we just eat a lot <laughs> so so enjoy that throughout the show but um let's get back to you like you've been with uh i, w- I want to say the bc tech summit but it says innovate bc <laughs> you got it <laughs> Uh, for for two years like what what's that like like I know I know there's a lot going on with what you guys do and you have multiple teams doing multiple things what's your experience been like you know just entering in and me- actually maybe that, let me jump back a little bit like how you talked about like doing English and all that stuff like yeah. what made you jump into the tech
2: uh, you know what so like I, said, I feel like an old man which had I would describe <laughs> in like 10 years the, <laughs> but um, so I had done a whole bunch of different jobs working PR freelance writing project management teaching English and then I kind of, you kind of get to a point where you're like, I don't want to just work for the sake of work. And you got to try to find something that like you're passionate about. You want to try to help people. Mm-hmm. And then I came across a job at what was then BC Innovation Council, mm-hmm. and it seemed to check off like every box that I wanted. And sure enough, they actually wanted me to, which was nice feeling because, mm-hmm. you know, you go going to interview you're like, oh, they're never going to give me the job. Mm-hmm. But sure enough, I convinced my old boss to do it. And then I got <laughs> the job. And then since then, it's been pretty crazy, actually, in the last like 18 months. We have held two BC Tech summits. We would have rebranded, right? yeah. our, our organization,
1: which like your new brand, is, looks amazing. I look that! On that. Mm-hmm. And we
2: hear that that's, that's the kind of feedback we're looking mm-hmm. for. Actually, <laughs> on a new brand, There's a lot of work actually, and props to National for helping us out with that. But there's kind of a lot that's been kind of going on. And in addition to the summits and the rebrand, we also have a bunch of programs that support like student hiring, mm-hmm. uh, research projects, uh, connecting tech buyers with solution providers, the Venture Acceleration Program. So we have a lot of other programs as well i always tell people when you think of like innovate bc Mm -hmm. like we help all size companies from like startups all the way to like microsoft and google we take care of the whole province because we're a crown agency and we go cross sector so if you're mining forestry ag real estate retail ar vr blockchain clean tech like iot you name it we work with you so pretty much if you have a pulse in this province Mm -hmm. we almost (laughs) surely have a program that can support your business Mm -hmm. growth and it's great because um, we've had some hiring recently and so we're government funded right which means mm-hmm. we're, we're crown agencies we're funded and mandated by the government and i always tell people if you want to work for a crown agency because you want like the benefits and the vacation and all that mm-hmm. that is like cool and like perfectly reasonable but there are like a handful of like crown agencies in the province almost all of them would love to have you but if you're going to be here at innovate bc you have to be willing to like there's got to be an innate desire to want help people because there's mm. so many companies in tech. It's a cliche, but it's kind of mm. everywhere. Mm. So we help so many different people in so many different companies. If there's no innate like, want and desire to want to help people, you're never going to be able to do the job mm. the best way you can. So it's been a big part of like our hiring process and why I think our team across the whole board is so strong. Because everyone kind of has that same kind of common denominator of yeah. wanting to help people and help the ecosystem like grow. Going
1: above and beyond to really make it happen for that company. Yeah. You got yeah. it, shut and that's
2: what really uh, – the people at Innovate BC really help attract people and help retain people at the company because mm-hmm. everyone is really like-minded. And surprisingly, for a government crown see, a lot of people are young. Yeah. You would think you walk in, they'd see a bunch of old people roaming the hall. That's mm-hmm. actually not what it is. Everyone who works there is really young and passionate about tech, which really makes it a great place to work.
1: The Innovate BC crew is always the cool crew at the party. I thought we were the cool crew. No, we're not.
2: But I thought you. were <laughs> I've the been cool telling people <laughs> the wrong thing.
1: We're cool, but have you seen Innovate BC's t- staff? at a social event they're so fun this, this is a so subtle hip. hint
0: for me to go back to the gym you need to be this, hip this, and fun this is really fan. what it is <laughs> hip <and> also fun.
1: <laughs> it's like having a high retention rate in your company in vancouver is so valuable i feel mm-hmm. especially if you want young people in your company it's so hard to retain staff in the city there's so many incredible opportunities and everybody i don't know if you guys have noticed in vancouver is like overly ambitious with their life and they're just always thinking about the next thing the next thing like people do not settle in this city which means that if you're gonna keep your staff you're gonna really provide some like exciting growth and exciting changes and complete like always be stimulating their career path because otherwise you'll just lose your staff you're you're totally right
0: that's truncated by by the tech industry as well so totally it's pretty normal. So, like, tell me a little bit for the, for the listeners, for the founders out there, what's like, what's the right starting point to get in contact with with their program or your programs or, or your events or things like that? So, uh, there are a few different ways. Our website is really
2: the best point of access to get to us, and that was also part of the rebrand. So, the mm-hmm. website's really cool. I don't know if you saw our old website, mm-hmm. uh, the BCIC one. It wasn't really like the most user friendly website. The one we have now yeah. is outstanding. Yeah, and if you go there, you can find out how you can get funding from us. You can find out how we can connect with experts in the industry. I
1: was looking at that actually just before the show, and the first thing that I caught my eye on your website was it what's called the innovation marketplace. Oh, it's
2: one of my favorites. Yeah, can you talk
1: a little bit about that? Because I think that that's that's a tool I had no idea existed, and I think it'd be really super valuable to just broadcast out to the tech community for sure.
2: The innovation marketplace is awesome, it's kind of a new kind of initiative for Innovate BC, and. uh, I know Fernanda and Maggie are listening right now. They're super happy because they absolutely <laughs> love when I talk about this. So. Yes. She's <laughs> those guys, No, no. Um, well, Maggie used to be here at Launch Academy, right? So she yep. should definitely be listening, I feel like. But the innovation marketplace, like, to simply describe it, it connects large tech buyers. So large private organizations or large government organizations who have business challenges. And we connect those organizations with the challenges to BC tech SME solution providers. Mm. So we're trying to connect problems with solutions. And it's great for the large tech buyers because you can get homegrown solutions right here mm-hmm. and we yeah. can facilitate the whole challenge process. And for the solution providers, well, we have an opportunity now to have these large organizations, customers, partners, referrals. Mm-hmm. And if you can work with them, not only give you have an opportunity for follow-up contracts, but you can also work with other similar organizations yeah. who are looking to innovate and have business challenges as well. Yeah. So, industry so what pro- you guys
1: do is sort of like validate that service provider, that software provider to those big companies so that they have they stand a chance to provide?
2: You got it. Like a lot of times you'll see a large organization, they have business challenges that need to be solved with tech. Now they have a hard time really describing what the challenge is or kind of formulating that so like an innovator in BC here can actually find a solution for it. And we always like to say we try to find... Uh, local solutions to global challenges, nice. right? And our the local solutions are here. There are so many talented tech entrepreneurs and innovators within the province. You guys know this mm-hmm. already. And that's like, and when we say the whole province, we really mean the whole province <clears throat> from like, we're talking Rossland and the Kootenays all the way up yeah. to like Kitimat, right? We, we reach out to our whole network and try to get these business opportunities in front of them mm. because, you know, we can offer funding. We can help you try to start your business, but at the end of the day, you need customers. Right, yeah. you need partners, and this is kind of a great way for us to try to bring those two together.
0: How? What's the turnaround like usually for a project to to you know get taken on by I guess a founder or a solution uh, from the website, and then to actually get you, you know, know get in contact, get get working with them? Like, what's the turnaround like usually?
2: Uh, so great question. It all really depends on the challenge and the client. It's not the best answer, but like it varies yeah. though from client to client. Um, I'll give you a couple reference points here. Uh, we just did an AI justice challenge. With the Ministry of Attorney General, which is really cool. Like, the Ministry of Attorney General was looking for AI solutions to some of the uh, court system business problems. Yep. And it kind of seems like the, the courts are kind of seem like an old school, mm-hmm. and AI is very new. So it was kind of cool to merge these together. And they went through a procurement process through government. So that um, changed the timeline just a little bit compared yep. to other challenge processes. And basically, as, at Innovate BC, we helped the, the client define the challenge. In this case, we work with the ministry to define those challenges, put them together, put that to the innovation community, and then once we were able to uh, find solution providers for the challenges, at that point we take the company, we take the ministry, and then they work together. Because now this is a like this does not involve us anymore. Mm-hmm. We've done we've done the connection. We found the companies, and now they go and work together. So a lot of times these result in contracts and funding that comes with it, and potential yeah. follow-on contracts as well you just include this challenge process itself it could range anywhere between six and twelve months
0: cool
1: How, um, is there any like eligibility requirements to be part of this
2: um, almost always we try to focus the opportunities for BC companies mm-hmm. right because we're, we're a crowned agency there's no point really often mm-hmm. opportunities to either <clears throat> companies in other parts of the province or mm-hmm. international but usually if you have a solution you're eligible to mm-hmm. you don't have to be a tech company you can be any company if you have a solution I mean as long as it's a local solution, often the client really cares what industry yeah. they need mm-hmm. the solution to solve their business challenge. Right? Some might be more specific. Um, Rio Tinto, so they run a huge smelter up in Kitimat, um, so they're a private organization, obviously, and they were looking for drone technology to effectively measure some of their stockpiles of uh, mm-hmm. raw materials. So in f- that one specifically, you needed like specific tech in order to do this. Mm-hmm. So that one, there were some finite like res- um, eligibility requirements that r- were needed, but. Other than that, there's really we're open to everyone we
0: know. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So what? Uh, what specifically do you does your role entail in InnovABC? Oh, I do nothing there, man. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Actually, show up. Well, uh, you're, yeah, you're here, up. so <laughs> technically, I mean, we're all working.
2: <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, no. So I'm um, I'm fortunate because my job allows me to do kind of a little bit of everything at in ABC. Mm-hmm. So right now, me and the whole rest of the team there, our whole lives are kind of consumed by the summit. Which is pretty cool, because it's such a huge event and it impacts so many people. But when we're not, and with that, that means writing the press releases, creating marketing partnerships, which we're working with launch on, uh, working some of the media partnerships in the PR firm. Um, and we do all the marketing for the programs. Obviously, we run about five different programs, uh, so we have a kind of a four or five-person uh, marketing team, which is great. They're super talented. And together, we work to really promote the programs through digital, through traditional media, through partnerships. Um, so a little bit of everything we kind of do. We have a new CEO, which we'll get into later on. So working with them to kind of prep them as to like really who we are, what we do, even though he kind of knows that to kind of learn from the inside perspective. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a lot that goes into marketing. We're fortunate because we get to work with every single department because everything kind of eventually has to come back through marketing. Yeah. So it gives us a great opportunity to work with a lot of great people and a lot of great departments.
0: So let's talk about the BC tax and about what is it and when is it.
2: Uh, so the BC Tech Summit is Western Canada's largest annual innovation conference. So it takes place this year from March 11th to 13th, which is less than a month away. Oh
1: my God! I, I want to say we're Guys, about 17
2: 17 workdays from this. I think
1: this last month just flew by. Yeah,
0: this month is shorter.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> it's shorter <laughs> by a day. We have a holiday yeah.
2: coming up on the Monday. Um, not to stress you out. Right? I know, jeez. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but uh, okay. So March things. Yeah, so it's coming up here in just less than a month, and it's really a unique opportunity for. Uh, to meet with industry, academia, entrepreneurs, startups, investors, government, all kind of under one roof for three days, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And we get, we bring in like Microsoft, Google, tell us from that huge industry perspective. We have credible discounts for startups to try to get more startups to attend. We want our ecosystem on full display yeah. at this event. The house isn't sitting for government, so you're getting a lot of government officials coming, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So you can connect directly with different ministries on mm-hmm. different challenges. Mm-hmm. So it's really a great business opportunity to kind of come to the summit, meet all these people in one shot. We've, we have a great speaker lineup. We have some really cool keynotes and programs. Uh, what
1: are some of your favorites, just to throw some names out there. Ooh. Oh, uh, are you're allowed to play, play favorites. Oh, <laughs> in order to
2: play favorites, in case uh, John Horgan, the premier is gonna be in there, so we'll put him out first. And my boss, William Johnson, is actually moderating one of the panels as well. So I'll get oh, those awesome. two out first. Perfect. But from a general perspective, we have some really cool keynotes. Um, Eric O'Neill, so he used to be an FBI agent, and he, and he helped take down one of the most notorious spies in U.S. history. Hmm. Wow. And there's actually a movie made about him called Breach. Okay. It came out uh-huh. in like 2001. It's probably before oh half the people God. listening here were even bored. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, Ryan
0: Felipe played him in the movie,
2: what? which isn't yeah. bad, actually. That's, That's a, a
0: great bio line. Ryan Felipe played me.
2: Yeah. Like, in a movie. I, oh I, I always felt like Brad Pitt or George Clooney would play me yeah. in a movie, yeah. but yeah. if they weren't available, Guys, Ryan Felipe would be I you... don't know
1: how what this person looks like. I'm Googling him. But
2: so he's really cool. He'll talk yeah. about cybersecurity. And he'll kinda of talk about how he even helped use cybersecurity to kinda of track down the spy yeah. and how that would So that was really cool. So he'll be a great speaker. Does he
1: us. look similar to this Ryan Felipe dude?
2: Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, let's go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> Identical. <laughs> separated that birth type deal there, for sure. We, we've lost Shadi. <laughs> shot is deep into Ryan Felipe. <laughs> Google images there. Uh, Manjit Minhas, who's a dragon on Dragon's then oh, okay. She also runs Minhas wow. Breweries, which is one of the largest breweries in the world. So she'll talk about how to scale your company, mm-hmm. which is really important for a for tech companies here in BC. Uh, Tan Lee is a huge boss, actually. From Vietnam, on, was a lawyer in Australia. Georgia Straight, Kate Wilson, just said a super sick article about her. It was on the cover of the Georgia Straight, actually. Mm-hmm great article kate wrote and talks about tan lee um so she works with this brainwave company and the coolest thing they've done that i've seen today is um they had a paraplegic drive an f1 car with his brainwaves so the tech allows you to kind of understand a person's brainwaves into machine learning So he was mm-hmm. able to turn the car left and right using his brainwaves so you even have to drive it
1: that's insane it's
2: super cool she, and she'll talk all about that at the summit which is great and then we also have really bot sessions too uh we have Finn ai bench and article on mm-hmm. BC's fastest growing companies, uh, mm-hmm. with Sean Stilcock. From the hey, Global fan,
1: a- fan is an alumni.
2: Oh, great shout out. Great. Yeah. So shout the, we're out super excited about that, cause those are some of Canada's fastest growing companies, and we have them all in one shot. Uh, the super five, uh, we have the five heads of the uh, Canadian Innovation Superclusters, mm-hmm. all in the same room, all at the same time, for the first time ever. Wow. Very so cool. that'll be really exciting, actually. That's a really high profile session for us. Uh, we have another one on the future of work, like what the mm-hmm. workforce will look like in 2050.
0: Is it sweatpants involved? Uh,
2: yeah. Judging by the looks right <laughs> now, I think 2050 is already happening now. <laughs> but
1: Leggings and sweatpants, please.
2: I was telling
0: these guys, I feel overdressed in jeans here. That's the thing. Every <laughs> single episode, they don't really know what we're wearing. Yeah. Because it's, just, it's I all tops, right? You know, you're right. <laughs> so we could be, you know, shorts and sandals underneath. They would never know.
2: <laughs> and then I think my favorite uh, session of the whole BC Tech Summit and I hate to give credit to her, my buddy Alistair, who's our program manager. I think this is his idea, but it's um, a Once to Watch. So it's BC's best kind of under the radar companies that we're going to wow. feature on the stage. So if you're looking to find out who the next maybe big tech companies that you haven't heard of yet, Once mm-hmm. to Watch is the stage to go to.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. How did you guys come up with that list? Like, was it an application process? Did you guys have a judging panel?
2: You know, we're fortunate uh, to have a lot of contacts in the mm. industry mm-hmm. who we talked to about who they thought would be a good fit for the stage. That's awesome. Um, one of our programs is the Venture Acceleration Program, where we actually fund 11 different accelerators around the province, mm-hmm. which gives mm-hmm. us access to a bunch of really early-stage yeah. companies. So we tapped into some of the EDs at these accelerators to find mm-hmm. out who would be yeah. a great fit for this. And we have a great mix of regional companies, different industries. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much because it's going to be really cool, but it's yeah. a, that's a really cool idea. We've never really done this before, yeah. a once-to-watch stage, so I'm super stoked about it.
1: Cool. I'm so excited to see all of that. Maybe, uh,
0: maybe uh, give one more. How can people get access?
2: So for the BC Tech Summit, there's a bunch of different ways you can access the event from below full cost price. Mm -hmm. So one of them is through our marketing partnership with Launch. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a startup, um, there's a promo called BC Tech 19-Industry that gets you in at 400 bucks off the full conference price, which is solid.
0: BC Tech-Industry.
2: You know what? Uh, Atlanta has the code. So (laughs) So we'll we'll
0: make sure to populate that code for anybody that's listening. No,
2: so that's, that's what, but that's not even the best one actually. I kind of buried the lead here. The um we have a great startup uh rate, so for 199 startups can attend the summit. 199? That's, like that's eight, insane. It's like 800 yeah. bucks off the full conference mm-hmm. price. That is absolutely absurd. So it's really wow. great price, which we really want startups.
1: Yeah.
2: At the event, it's key. Mm-hmm. and we know like it's hard to afford a thousand dollar ticket. Like mm-hmm. it's like no one really wants to pay that are a startup. So we're really making a big effort mm-hmm. to try to get them mm-hmm. at the event. Now, if you're a startup and you want to participate more than just like attending the event Mm -hmm. um exhibitor packages cost about five grand but for startups they're one thousand dollars so again similar discount of 80 percent off again we want to showcase the startups we have here Mm -hmm. in bc and that's all over the province we're reaching out to startups to try to get them in again if you want more info about the startup pricing and the exhibitor packages uh just shoot me a line in my email just on the innovate bc website and i can run you through all the different startup options we have to get you to the event cheaper but that's your best bet yeah. to attend the event at the cheapest possible price. And
1: for our members watching I'll just put that into our newsletter on Monday so they can get on that sure
2: right on
0: horrific so moving along you hinted to the changes earlier you guys have a new CEO yeah,
2: we do man uh, so rag will go up all he was the old CEO at accelerate Okanagan huge mm-hmm. boss he was there for like 40 years in Kelowna and now we got him oh, coming down to Vancouver oh. He's got to try to find a place to live. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. I told him i Airbnb my couch to him. Didn't I? Did <laughs> Actually, it's, it's like Ragwell's first official day is like today. Oh. Wow, that's
1: exciting. It's hot news. Yeah, you know,
2: it's very hot news right here. But it's a little unfortunate. His first day as CEO, I'm out here leaving work early to come <laughs> with you guys. Just oh, leaving him alone to fend himself. <laughs> yeah, making an outstanding first impression yeah, on the guy. That's <laughs> amazing. But we're super stoked to have Ragwa on board, and especially our partners are really excited to have mm-hmm. him on board as well. I was talking to Ray earlier, before mm-hmm. I jumped in here about, and he's super excited I know to have uh, Ragwa on board because they go back, mm-hmm. and a lot of our B camp partners, like the, the accelerators, mm-hmm. are super excited to have him as well because yeah. he's seen it from their side of the equation as well. For so sure. So what is
1: he um, coming in with that will change things at Innovate BC? Like does he have any new visions? Does he have any goals? Have um, you guys talked about that? Is that something that you, we can talk about?
2: Uh, I presume he does. However, given that it's, it's his first day. And <laughs> he's eye, probably I, had lunch by now. <laughs> though, <right? laughs> he's I'd like, my goal th- is th- to
1: survive this first day. <laughs> I left
2: off at like 11 a.m. I don't know <laughs> if I can really speak to his goals at this point in time. But um, I think right now he's coming in. He's got to kind of get familiar with how things work at NBC, And then before he knows it, he's speaking at the tech summit. Yeah. That's, right? Because that's we got lot. that going on. So he's, he's gotta get the to ground tr- running. Yeah. He's hitting the ground sprinting, this dude, mm-hmm. I feel like. But we're super excited to have him. If you talk to anyone in the industry who knows him, no one's got a bad thing to say about him. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited to get to have
0: oh, him on board. We're more. excited too.
1: Just a chill Okanagan guy.
2: Coming in here, God forbid to deal with Vancouver pricing <laughs> and with everything yeah. he's going. So
0: He's getting the pricing, but but the <laughs> Ontario weather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I was joking with Ragwa the other day, actually. I'm like, he moves from Cologne to Vancouver, but he brought the snow with him. It looks like. oh my God. But uh, no, that's a huge change for us to have uh, Ragua on board. Um, can't wait for him to really kind of get started here. But in terms mm-hmm. of his vision and his goals for the organization might be someone we discuss on a later podcast or something because right now we sounds are like we're
0: gonna have to bring him in make some calls yeah. you talk to your people i'll talk to my people uh, first i gotta find some people to become my people <laughs> and then, <laughs> and, then and, and then the people will talk and I, i'm just gonna call right with my people because I'm are new ceo so we'll go with that but
2: no yeah, we're um, awesome. yeah so i can't speak too much about what he's got planned for the future yeah. but right now there's just a lot of positivity around him joining our organization
0: so, awesome. so maybe more on the, the general tech ecosystem, what excites you and kind of gets you kind of keeping going with, with your work every day and seeing the tech companies?
2: Uh, there's quite a few things here. I feel, one, the people we have in the ecosystem are outstanding. Mm-hmm. Like, look at some of the people, like, running some of the big organizations. I talked about Ragwell at length, about how great we think he is. We have some great people around, like, Dan Gunn, Lincoln Smith, Andy Shick at New Ventures, outstanding, mm-hmm. Ray dan burger the air vr air association Man, we have really dan great Dan burger
1: gets shout outs every episode how do you do it's it? it's
0: dan burger and shout mom like it's no <laughs> shout outs shout Shut out him. to his mom
2: you know what i'm gonna try to wh- find a way to work her in <laughs> one of these answers anyway sorry i cut you off go, yeah, go i think on. we have great people jill tipping's another person outstanding obviously in the industry so we have a lot of great people here in the industry and especially um like the way we're trying to bring tech into more traditional industries excites me a lot. It's happening everywhere, but in BC you see it mm. a lot. I don't want to shout out Dan again, but the the head do of it. the VR AR <laughs> Association knows it firsthand in terms of how we can bring AR and VR tech into traditional industries like forestry, ag, and mining. A lot of the innovation marketplace challenges we do brings that tech into the more traditional yeah. heritage industries, and that really excites me because there's a huge opportunity there for our tech companies to get customers and partners and opportunities by working with large organizations, like whether it's CAMFOR, whether it's tech, mm-hmm. you name it. So it's a, uh, there's a lot of opportunity there and that really excites me. And you look at the opportunities and the people kind of leading and championing our industry, I think mm-hmm. when it gets by.
1: Where do you see the Vancouver industry in the next three years in terms of like the industries that are going to be dominating the vancouver tech industry well, sorry i said industry like a million times uh, no, don't worry about
0: it.
2: <laughs> it, it is hard to find a synonym for yeah. it sometimes because it's such a great way to describe yeah. it i think groups <laughs> of stuff yeah it's, it's hard to worry about that but <laughs> i think god i going to do this again arvr is huge We mm-hmm. got such a huge industry here and it's growing no i mean we agree In course, yeah, you got i'm preaching to the choir on that one but i think yeah. that's a huge potential there for us uh, ai is another book and we're going to talk a lot about ai at the summit and how uh, business can adopt AI, kind of bring their business more into like the mm-hmm. t- twenty twenty and beyond. But I think arvr and and um, AI are two big ones. And I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about clean tech a little bit. We've uh, we're a primary funder of Clean t- um, mm-hmm. of Foresight, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. clean That's tech nice. accelerator. And I mean, look at the b- uh, BC clean energy plan that came out not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much emphasis being placed on clean tech and sustainability initiatives mm-hmm. that we have a great opportunity here to really that by the horn with foresight and being one of the leaders of that yeah to really kind of take this and make good on some of these promises the government's made because there's mm-hmm. a great opportunity here for us to try to come in with more sustainable initiatives that can help that all industries awesome. grow across the province awesome
0: yeah. so on the flip side what do you think is, is still missing or lacking or could be improved in in our current ecosystem
2: uh i'm going to refer to the bc tech uh, report card that came out about a couple mm-hmm. months ago that was led by kpmg and yeah. the bc tech association yeah. And BC Tech broke this down even recently on their blog about recommendations based off that report card. But you look at things we're missing. Um, talent can be a bit of a problem in terms of developing talent and retaining talent. Right? A lot of times they could leave elsewhere for more money mm-hmm. or more more job opportunities. Although we have a lot of job opportunities here, we just need the qualified people for developers mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, anchor companies is another big mm-hmm. one. Um, we don't really have a lot of those. And even just cost of living is another problem. Right mm-hmm. now. Each of those is tackable on their own. When you combine them together, it kind of creates a bit of a hurdle for us to get over. But talent, I think, is a really big one. And that starts all the way from like K to 12, mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Re- reimagining that and how yeah. we can really train our people better. And one example of this you'll see at the summit is Youth Innovation Day. Mm-hmm. We bring in 1,000 students from around the province. Mm-hmm. We bring them for free. They come in, and they hear some really cool speakers mm-hmm. uh, in the industry. And then they get to go and learn and uh, try actual tech work. So you get to get mm-hmm. some animation, we get to learn how to code. We try to make them lead with hard skills that might encourage them to pursue uh, a career in STEM, yeah. which would be great. But developing our talent from K to 12, I think is really important. And then working to keep that talent. We have so many great startups and companies here that need developers and need really hard tech employees. Mm-hmm. But We got to develop those here. So I think that's yeah. a challenge for us now, but I think that's a commitment that's being made by a lot of industry leaders here in the province yeah. to try to fix that so we can develop and retain our talent
1: yeah for sure
0: cool no it's fantastic it sounds like we got a lot to look forward to yeah that's the plan yeah yeah
1: (laughs) and it's it's nice to think of the future as vancouver being like a self-sustainable kind of ecosystem we're yeah starting kind of initiatives young like where you go in and you influence kids to think about future career goals rather rather than Stick to like the n- kind of norm of options that you have. Totally. It's like so important to show them that if you go into tech, you can really work in any industry, it can take you anywhere. It's a really, really great career
2: path. I agree. We need less marketing people and more yeah. tech people. What we need, yeah. I mean, that's the We need less Maybe. fluff, yeah, than, like more actual yeah. A little less of this, <laughs> a little more, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's a good note Kids, to end on. Kids, that's what you're going to take away from this. <laughs> don't, don't be, be us. this person. No,
2: yeah, you, you don't want anything to do with this, actually. <laughs> Go to school, learn how to code. No, but I, I think good. there was a good
0: point. I can't remember who we were talking to. Even, like, marketing is very different today than mm-hmm. it was when we were in primary, right? Oh, totally. Like, like you should know HTML. You should know CSS. You should know your way around, like, couple of these technical things, analytics, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that requires a lot of the STEM stuff that you are talking about. Yeah. So it's not just you're like, we're trying to push you to become a developer for tomorrow. Like the whole ecosystem needs this. Yeah. So it's not, I'm, I'm going to tongue in cheek a little bit, but but it is, it does make a big difference when everybody is on the same page and yeah. has yeah. a certain level. of. Like we used to make this joke about typing, right? Like if you could type 50 words a minute or whatever, yeah. you're hired for something like that. We, we've, yeah. moved, we've moved up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: mm-hmm. honestly, I think that like, out of my all my entire like education kind of path what i regret the most is not paying attention to the tech stuff i just kind of i always pin myself as like a non-techie person Mm -hmm. i was like whatever i'm not just not a techie person i'm gonna be a people person it's like yeah that's great but with where the world is coming going now i just wish i had more actual hard technology knowledge because i don't like it i went to one like coding intro to coding for women event cool. and i just just to under because to me ever before even going to this event i just thought it's magic everything that happens on my phone <laughs> on my computer <laughs> on the tv it's just to me it's just magic and i was okay with that totally. <laughs> and then i went to this event and i was like wow a lot of work goes into this there's a whole different there's like a million different languages that have to do with this and I know nothing about it and that's great. And she
0: already knows four languages. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> like, it's scary. I wish I I wish I knew more. So kids learn this in school now.
0: And and just, you know, play with stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I like to just So shout out to her producer, Lady Giselle, because like this doesn't happen without her. And she's 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 a, yeah. she's a she's actually our intern, but uh <laughs> to do this podcast, last week we we finally wrote down the documentation on what it takes to do this podcast. Forty-seven steps, guys. Pre-show, not not on air, not us babbling, not the show notes, not the food, just setting it up. It's Forty-seven steps. Forty-seven
2: <laughs> steps, to make him and we come in room. So <laughs> so so,
0: just keep that stuff in mind. Like for, I, I think. It's super fun time if, if you know, you're know you young and you're trying things to try and do a podcast, try and do a YouTube channel, not for the sake of just getting famous, but just for the sake of tinkering, yeah, right? Learning. Like that's really going to help you, f- and I'm biased, mm-hmm. but like a lot more than, than some of the other stuff that you might even learn in school. Yeah, um, totally. But anyway, I'm on to my like school rant again, and I can okay. feel it coming. So <laughs> let's let's just push past that, and let's go to the announcements, Shadi.
1: Yes. Uh, well, first, maybe we should start with Jamil. Do you have any announcements?
2: Do I have uh, – I think I've talked at length about the Tech Summit, Yeah. which is great. but Anything else coming wh- up? What was the date again? To- March 11th to 13th. <laughs> great segue. Great plug for that, Sam. Appreciate that. No, it'll be a lot of fun, a lot of parties, a lot of network opportunities, a lot of cool sessions. Come, and if you want to get to it cheaper, just hit me up.
1: Sweet. Well, on our part, we don't have much going on for the next two weeks, um, so the only thing that I will give a shout-out to – is one of our community events There's a BDO Canada's VC pitch day coming up February 21st so you do have to apply and it's a full day event so if you want to get out there and pitch and practice and meet some cool people um, go to the BDO website and sign up
0: yeah so, and I mean the reason we don't have any events is because we literally did three this week we've done so. So, many, like, <laughs> so this this is the yeah. cap end and we're we're a little yeah. bit we're a little bit beat to be Taking completely a little honest break. Um, we also had our launch, our mentor we also launch, had party. Our launch party on we Tuesday.
1: It was awesome. It was That's so good to see time. all of like our mentors. Jamil, why aren't you a mentor is the question. Uh, no one why aren't you, you at
0: either. the party?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send you
1: the <laughs> link right after question. this. bigger question. Yeah,
2: do it up. Send me the link.
1: We've got a roster of like 100 plus mentors now, and we're really excited to finally put this into play and get our members to really get some value and, and also engage our mentors um, in Launch Academy through workshops and through pitch practices and whatever they feel would be valuable. Like if you wanted to come in and do a presentation or a workshop on whatever you think is important for a startup to know about that you have experience in, we'd welcome you in and, and you can partake and it's good. It's a way to like bring in the outside tech ecosystem into Launch Academy and, that is great. and yep. interact a little bit more. And
0: we did have, uh, I think it was seven or eight new members coming this month. So we do have a little bit more space. So if you guys are interested in joining mm-hmm. Launchpad, joining mm-hmm. us, hanging out here, um, Yeah, just go on our website, launchacademy.ca slash launchpad and apply and we accept new members every month until we're out of space and then we say bye.
1: And we do want to create values values for our mentors as well and make it really like a network for them and hopefully in the future host more of these events that brings our mentor together because out of that launch mentor party, I feel like at least 10 people walked away with some really great new connections and some new friends in the industry and some new potential partners and that's the goal here.
0: A storm and we're back yeah. to weather exactly.
1: <laughs> so those are my announcements that's all uh, right it for me. so
0: any uh before we close any any final remarks anybody want to shout out now's the time
1: shout out to danberg <laughs> <laughs> oh and
0: shade's <laughs> mom also yes, <laughs> we, uh, we barely got that one in actually but there we <laughs> go oh
1: man thank you so much for coming <laughs> jamil that was really nice and everybody get on the bc tech summit stuff no all, right. For me
0: all right. Appreciate so it. make sure to like, subscribe, five stars, all that nonsense podcast stuff. Woo. And we are out of here. All right. Thank you guys. Any last words?
1: Bye, everyone. See ya.